No, no, I didn't. I I didn't say I was ready. No, no, no. Oh. I didn't say I was ready yet. <laughs> what? Oh, are you? You gotta tell me these things. Wait, it's on. It's we're on. We're always. I didn't on. have a record. I didn't have an intro song the, ready to go. The government's always listening. Well, now hopefully we have 102 people listening in addition to the government. That I mean, maybe some of them are part of the government. Who knows? That's right. We'll never, you never know. know. You never know. You never know. I mean, there are CIA agents all around us. How do you? Maybe I'm a CIA. Maybe I'm infiltrating your ass, motherfucker. What do you think about I, them apples? I don't think that would be very comfortable for you because I'm trying to get up in your ass and get the truth out. Okay. That would not be very comfortable to have me getting up in that ass. But I'll tell you another thing. I'm a little upset that I didn't have a record, uh, an intro song ready to go. But maybe that's better because maybe they don't want to hear my uh, weird voice pretending to sound like instruments. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe we should leave that to like special occasions or special effects or or yeah, okay, that's a good idea. So if it was your birthday today, I would start by saying. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Actually, there are, there are rights to that song. Oh, so we can't even we can't even do that. Yeah. Happy birthday song has that, rights. That's why when in restaurants they don't really sing happy birthday anymore. They kind of create their own like. Yeah. It's your birthday. some of my favorite dining establishments in the world. Friendly's makes the best coffee ice cream. I'm just going to go on the record and say that. IHOP is very I underrated. IHOP. IHOP? Yeah. International You may hop, but I hobble. No, don't you know they, they renamed themselves to International House of Beef? No, I, that's, that's not a real thing. They did that. I... I think it may have been for one day, but that's they just turned the P upside down. Yeah, it turn was the weird. P into a B, and you get peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, sure. I I prefer the A B, if I'm going to be real, and I can see you do too, ladies and gentlemen. Tori has about twenty-seven empty containers of almond butter strewn around his room. Uh, and I don't know what he's doing with it on the late night, but I'm hoping he's just eating a lot of it. <laughs> I suppose so what? I don't know, but I tell you one thing I do know is that Jordan Bronstein is going to be on our show today, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully a lot of you don't know who that is because that means a lot of you guys are listening that are not just our friends and family. But for those of you who do know, you know you're in for a treat. And those of you who don't know, I'm just, I'm telling you you're in for a treat. Because this dude is a very successful world traveler. Uh, he currently lives in San Jose, a uh, very progressive part of the country. Um, and we're going to be, we're very excited to have him on our show today. He's going to be uh, talking to us just uh, about some of the current, current, States of Affairs of the World. Um, so we're very excited to have him on our show. 
the live the call is live and direct and it is happening right now I think we should make it sound like that's funny is this Jordan hey. is this Jordan Bronstein yeah hey Jordan Noah Fleiss hey. and Tori Wachtel here how you doing you're on the hey, Dory. How you guys doing? You're hey, on the hey. Unuseful Idiots live hey, podcast. I, I always wanted to be on the Unuseful Idiots since the day I heard you guys, which was a couple of days ago, and now I'm on. So dreams really, really do come true. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're absolutely welcome. It's interesting because I always thought I would want to have you on the show, and then the fact that you responded so favorably so quickly uh just was a testament to this being meant to be yeah well first of all congratulations on your success i love what you guys are doing and i think that when i when i listen to you guys on the air or on the, on the podcast i got this the type of chills you know when you're listening to a really good song or you're having a really good conversation with a friend or you just have one of those sort of nostalgic moments. It was just like listening to something that was beautiful but also um, very real and um, so like, hey, those guys are doing something that I want to be a part Well, that's awesome. Uh-oh. We're having some technical difficulties. I have no idea what, what you guys want to talk about, so we, you know, we have no uh, agenda. So I'd love to know kind of where you guys want to take this. this well, week. well, first I want to know: Are we more like Floyd or Zeppelin? I think Tori's hmm. wanting to know since you you likened us to a music, a favorite song. Are you are we more like Floyd or yeah. Zeppelin? Does it have to be between Floyd or Zeppelin? No, just anyone. You guys are definitely more Floyd than Zeppelin, but if I had to liken it to Thank more you. of a contemporary genre, I would say it's less than Jake, you know, sort of like that Scott type of thing. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you're just trying to you're just trying to gas me up right now. <laughs> I, I was hoping you would say it's like Justin Bieber being a believer myself, but... Uh, no, I'll take Blessing Jake, man. I'm always good for some LTJ. Uh, but a quick question, and thank you so much. I, I mean, you know, I, I thanked you, I think, uh, in one of my voicemails, or if I didn't, I definitely thanked you in my mind. So I'm glad I'm articulating it now in real life. But I want to ask you quickly, you said you really love what we're doing. Friendship, relationship on the, on the side. What exactly is it about what we're doing that, that you like? if you don't mind my asking. Well, so, that's a good question. What, what I like is that you guys, um, you guys have something to say, and, and you guys, clearly there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of thought that is, is, has been bubbling up for a lot of years, but I like you guys just set this up, you picked up a microphone, you know, you got, you got something going uh, with whatever minimal products you had or tools that you had, and you're just doing it, and you don't you don't give a fuck. You're just you're just going with it, and and you're gonna build off of it. And this is like history, you know. You guys are doing something awesome, and and Noah, I mean, Tori, I, I don't think we've ever. Uh, well, I met you at Noah's wedding a couple.
couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. But, um, you know, you and I haven't really spoken, so I, I haven't really had the pleasure to learn more about you, but I feel like this was a medium where I said, wow, you know, I really never knew all this stuff, and, and that's really interesting. So then there was stuff that I, I knew about Noah, but, but the way that you were approaching it, I was like, I never heard this side of Noah before. So uh, for me, I, I think you guys are, are coming at this from just like a very interesting angle where it, it's like you're just doing it and you're, you're going to learn from it and you're going to grow and you're also going to try to bring people like me forward who, you know, have some pretty, uh, you know, not, not really mainstream type of opinions. I don't really know how to classify myself and I, I feel like you guys are similar in that in that regard. It's like we're, we're dudes, um, you know, we, we, we like music, right? Like we like, we like friends, we, we're, we're like, you know, just kind of like regular in that regard, but you know, with what's going on in the world, it's like, I don't really know how to classify myself, and I'm constantly trying to think about, like, am I just, like, weird? Am I the only person that doesn't know, like, what, no, this what, is, where I really fit in this whole puzzle? This is exactly, you know, like, this is exactly what we're trying to do, and I'm really, you're, what you're saying is like, you know, it's, 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 it is like Pink Floyd or Zeppelin to my ears right now, and if I had to choose one of the two, I would say it's Pink Floyd because at least they wrote their own music and uh, they were they were more innovative in that way. But I, I would say, um, you know, I appreciate, yeah, you're, you're, you're identifying this kind of grassroots effort that we're kind of just taking things up into our own hands and just doing it. And, and, I, and I agree. I think that's pretty cool and interesting. But I think, you know, I, I think that's the problem with a lot of people today is that there needs to be all this classification and categorization and everybody's got to fit into some box and if you don't then yeah you do feel weird and that's exactly how I felt for a long time because certain issues I really didn't have an opinion on and then when I started to really get more confident like assured myself and I'd say well no I don't really agree with that you know and then and then there'd be something else that I might agree with well then that those opinions and beliefs wouldn't necessarily fall into any one category and there's really not a, a, a platform, in my opinion, where people really can just be free to talk about whatever they want and maybe believe in all different kinds of things or maybe believe in nothing and just feel like, okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm above the fray because of that, you know? Um, so that's what we're hoping to do here is give like people like you and I and Tori a voice and be able to share and just kind of have an open discussion, a conversation, right? I mean, what do you think, Tori? Yeah, I mean, listen, this whole thing, I mean, I think, you know, I guess looking back, I always knew that I always had the sort of outsider's perspective because, like, you know, we all, around here, we all registered to vote in high school. And, you know, when you have to pick your party affiliation, you know, pretty much everyone picks Republican or Democrat, and that maybe changes along the way. Right. But for some reason, I picked independent. Because I think there was... Even back then? Yeah, even back you. then. I Something in me realized that you know, it was stupid to pick this pick sides. Right. 
And I mean, I think I, I started to realize what, like, I guess I always knew sort of in the back of my head, you know, in the past election, because, you know, I, I came into the election as a Bernie supporter. But I think that was sort of, I don't know, just like he was, I hated Hillary and I hated Trump. Like, so who was I going to root for? Right. So, and I wasn't going to root for Ted Cruz. So, uh, you know, it was sort of, and then, and I always sort of like gave, Bernie the benefit of the doubt because I knew that you know the debates are kind of stupid they don't really give a forum to speak so I was like well maybe he's just not able to articulate his ideas very well mm -hmm. but I mean now I kind of see that it's all that he was sort of full of shit and he's really just like them all and yeah that's the thing it's like you know uh you know i i was i was talking with someone today and they were they were they were asking me about you know like the you know well wh where do you stand on this because i was telling about our podcast and he was, he was asking me about my political affiliation my political stance on certain issues and i'm like I, you know i i it's it's hard to say. I mean, because because both sides, to me, have valid arguments for almost every uh, major issue, you know. And uh, and the truth is that, like, yeah, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all bullshit, you know. It's all the the way I don't know. It's it's so hard to know what to believe these days. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, how do you? So yeah, wh where do you fit into that? So yeah, I mean, I think that. Where I was at before was just, I don't know. I mean, and I think the whole election of 2016 was, like, everyone that, that was around me was like, okay, well, you know, we have to vote Republican, so we got to get Trump in, or, uh, you know, we have to vote Democrat, so we have to get Hillary in. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I didn't really like either, right, to be frank, and uh, still don't. So, I, I'm just sort of, like, apolitical. I mean, because at the end of the day, I feel like um, it's just, you, you know, going back to kind of like why this podcast is, is great is because there's no real open forum to have a discussion about anything without it getting like really heated, you know, and, and I think that I, I was in Japan when, when the whole election happened and everybody was uh, shocked to see, you know, what happened. So seeing it from that, that lens, where everybody is, is following it from such a far distance and kind of being like, okay, well, you know what? I, I don't think that much is going to change when, when Trump comes in, even though he has all of these crazy uh, agenda items that, that are going to go through. And, and if you look at all the things that he's tried to push through, I mean, some have gone through, but the big ones, like the wall or like uh, banning, you know, the countries that he banned or, um, uh, you know, a bunch of other things that were on his early agenda were just like, you know, 
I mean, the thing that's beautiful about this country is that we have checks and balance balances, fortunately, and there's actually smart people in the White House who are able to uh, kind of course correct what he's done. But I think now, with, with what's happened with um, you know all of these uh, outings of, of um, you know with the Kavanaugh situation, is we're we're really you know sort of boiling up again, where, where I think there's a lot of uh, hysteria and there's a lot of people who. Uh, are on one side or the other, and so I, I just don't think that it really needs to be that polarized. Like, I think that you know what what guys need to do, like us, is say, look, you know, we fucked up before. Everybody fucks up, and I've been in situations where I've done things that are inappropriate to women, and I, and I apologize to all the women who I've done that to, who have made feel uncomfortable, whether it was verbally or you know whether it was in, in some physical way. But you know, not enough people are doing that. Not enough people are coming to the table and being like. Hey, what, like, how can I learn from this, and, and how can we teach our kids, you know, what what's right and wrong? So, um, so ultimately, I think that you know, women women do need to uh, you know, raise this issue, but it's not a woman or man issue; it's it's a human being issue. Right, and that I think that's the I think that's the core. I think that's the essence of really what people are forgetting these days is that we're all human. You know, and, 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 you know, for people, for, for, for the average person who, A, doesn't, I mean, it's very rare that a president comes into p- political power and pa- passes certain legislation that then has a direct effect on the average American citizen. It's just, it's very rare, you know. Uh, and so for people to have gotten so angry and 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 now violent over you know one belief or another it it speaks to what i personally believe which is just a lot of misplaced anger because the truth is if you really want to look at the truth and the history it it doesn't really matter to most people it doesn't really affect most of us people i think just want a reason to be angry people are bored you know, people want to feel like they have something to belong to and some something to believe in so that they can identify themselves and, and, and fit themselves into these boxes, these categories. Because otherwise, just like you said at the beginning, you'll feel weird. And the truth is, is that why, why should that be a thing? Why, why should I have to put myself into a category to, to, to feel like to feel like a human being? Maybe I'm not, I'm not being, I'm not recognizing my own humanity. And, and I think if people were able to recognize their own humanity a little more and, and realize, you know what, we're all going to have good days and bad days. We need to, we need to kind of, uh, you know, get, work on ourselves, do whatever the, do, do whatever we can to get the most out of life and realize that we're in this together. You know, this is, this is one nation and soon to be one world, because guess what? Future, the space travel is not too far away for the average human being. There, this society, as Stephen Hawking has said, as all the other famous astrophysicists, biologists, everyone is saying, space is coming next. And then what happens? We're still going to be fighting over, you know, what what immigration rules should be like in the United States? No, we're going to be thinking about what happens when. You know, where an asteroid is coming in, or we have to go blow it up, just like in the movie with Bruce Willis. 
Armageddon. Armageddon. Yes, that's a real thing, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just kidding. But you know that that you know we don't know what's out there, and so we're gonna have to band together eventually. I don't know, but I'll tell you what. Uh, if I was uh, if I was she's twenty years old, Tyler's daughter. What does she need? She doesn't need any money. Yeah, and plus she did a few. <laughs> she did a few movies too. I think she was even topless in a movie. Wasn't she? Uh, yeah, I think I think there was a movie. She's a very attractive young woman. I was actually I was just watching Empire Records last night. Oh, very oh, good, nice. very good movie. Yeah. Yep, that was a movie of our childhood so, with Liv Tyler. With Liv Tyler, good call. A good call. Yeah, I like Dazed and Confused. That was my like. That and Half Baked were my two like quintessential coming of age films as a as a youngster. Yeah, I mean there are a couple of those. Like, um, well, if I could throw one in, I would, I would just drop it. Groundhog's Day. No, come on. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to go the Bill Murray route, I think uh, What About Bob really was like the first movie that I went to see in the movie theater where I I, I had no idea what the hell was going on because the humor was like all over my head. But Groundhog's Day is a great is a great movie, you know? Yeah. And I think, I think it's actually very ahead of its time. I think it's really kind of speaking to the rat race that a lot of, a lot of us can find ourselves in on a daily basis, you know? Is there more exactly. to life than this? Exactly. You know? No, I've been thinking about the rat race, too, and, and I think we, we were talking about the rat race, or I was listening to the rat race, and, um, you know, it, it's weird because, like, are we rats? Are we really just, like, rats racing around in, like, a, like a little rat maze with, you know, like a rat mayor and, like, a whole rat civilization? Or, you know, is there more to it? Well, uh, you know, did you, uh, so, yeah, this is an interesting, this is an interesting subject, right? Like, what are human beings? What is the human experience? Are we all just, like, you know, I mean, if we think about it on the cosmic scale, yeah, we're, 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 we're less than rats. We're, you know, we're, we're like termites, pretty much, you know, in yeah. comparison to the rest. And, and it's, uh, yeah. yeah, and then we just work, you know, and, and then, and then we die, and that's it. You know, and if we're lucky yeah. to have offspring and produce and contribute to the future in some way, then we do genetically or otherwise, and that's it. And uh, yeah. I have to believe that there's more to that. There's more to this than that. And if there's not, that's okay too. But you're damn right. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make the moments count then, because I want that. Yeah. I want that work and sleep and you know a little bit of play to feel good. You know, so I have to I have yeah. to stay in the moment for that to happen. You know, I can't be. Yeah, well, yeah. Go yeah ahead. Well, I think it's a beautiful rat race, and I think that um, you know you have that perspective kind of when it's over. And I think you know in, in certain transitionary periods in life, you, you kind of understand a little bit more um, holistically how how things have been playing out for the last couple of years of your of your life. You know, and and then you know it, it's. It's a short but you know beautiful period of, of time that you that you spend, and, and, I, and I feel like you know whatever decision you make, whatever you know way you choose to live your life, ultimately that's what was kind of meant to be. There's some there's some sort of cosmic connection that you have that you have with, with the universe there, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, you're, you're speaking about people in general, right? Or, or me? Well, I'm talking about my life. I mean, oh, you're talking about you. Like, you, good. Like, okay, good. So, yeah, I'm just talking about like decisions that I've made in my life. Recently, I actually decided to uh, leave the company that I'm working at for, you know, another company. And, um, huh. like, when, when I left, I was like, okay, well, in me leaving, I'm actually going to do the things that I, I wanted to do while I was at the company. So it's like the last 30 days of this company is actually the work that I wanted to do for the last two and a half years at this company, which is just kind of like analyze and um, um, package up, you know, everything that I was working on in, in sort of a beautiful way. So I think there's beauty in that, you know, and it, it's like, it, but it's also, it's also an ending, right? And, and then it's a new beginning. And, and that's, you know, in my opinion, like a perfect, a perfect uh, loop of what life is like. You know, you're just constantly in this series of comings and goings and beginnings and ends, you know, and uh, hellos and goodbyes and, and friendships and, you know, enemies or whatever you want to call it. And, and so I think all these things are beyond my, my comprehension, but I just know that, you know, it all, it all means something. Well, that's very, I mean, you know, I think uh, it's beautiful to hear you say that because that's something, I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said. And uh, it's very, it's a very uh, sort of Eastern philosophical way of looking at things that, you know, it's all, we're all in this, involved in this big cycle and this push-pull, yin-yang coming and going of of the world, the waves of the world, the waves of the universe, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta hold on to the life raft, you know, and, and maybe share it with some other people if we can. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. What were you about to say, Tori? Tori looked like he was going to say something. No, I, I mean, I just, I can't help thinking about the Rowan Atkinson movie Rat Race. Oh, with Mr. Bean. The the Mr. Bean. He was in the movie Rat Race? Yeah. Was Jackie Chan in that movie too? No, it was... No, no. Oh, man. That would have been awesome if he was, though. Maybe Breckenmeyer, the guy from uh, Road Trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of his. But Road Trip, man, that's another great movie. I I learned a lot from that movie. I learned that... Um, you could have a prostate-induced orgasm from that movie, actually. Right. I never right. knew that. I didn't know that was possible. And also, if you return your pancakes, then some guy puts them in his pants. Ah, yes. Yes, yes. don't piss off the waiter. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> otherwise your pancakes are going in his pants. Yeah. That's well. We went yeah. back to IHOP. That's good. We were talking about IHOP earlier, actually, in the, in the episode. Um, so what is it, what is the new, do you want to share a little bit about the new company that you're working for now or, or, you know, maybe something, uh, something else that you're doing in San Jose there or, um, that would probably be more interesting, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so I, to put it very briefly, I'm, I'm working at a recruiting company right now that's based in Japan. So, um, it's been, you know, pretty challenging logistically and I think that's why I'm moving to a company that's based here in Los Gatos um, and it's Los a software Gatos. company that does um, 
and this collaboration and, and document sharing um, for different types of transactions. So nothing, nothing groundbreaking or uh, that's going to you know change the world, but it's just a you know secure way to transact and, and have different counterparties like signing off on one specific uh, deal or, or transaction. Uh, the company is called Shareable and it's based on those Gatos. So I'm excited about it. I mean, uh, you know, my career has always been a uh, professional sales guy, um, but I, you know, I'm really the kind of guy that is very relationship focused and I think I like to learn more about the, the people that I'm either selling to or, or buying from and, um, you know, ultimately, you know, very excited to be in that, uh, in, in sort of the Silicon Valley rat race. If you're going to be in a rat race, right, you might as well make it, uh, make it interesting. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult being a, a new dad, too. I think that's another thing that I wanted to sort of unpack because um, I've been... I've been pretty uh, good about, you know, just keeping my life sort of in check with just sleep, eating, and um, exercise, and just having good habits. And I, I think in my early 30s, I was very focused on having really good habits from a holistic perspective. And it's not about doing one thing extreme or the other, but it's more about just uh, being in a good routine. So, I mean, something about me, just take a step back, is uh, when I was younger, I, I was sort of diagnosed as attention deficit disorder or learning disabled. And so that definitely um, was, you know, hard for me to be confident, um, you know, in school because I, I always felt like, you know, there was an edge that other people had on me. And so sure. uh, now, now that I actually went to the doctor and got my eyes checked, and it turns out that I have two lazy eyes. It's called, like, invert, uh, diversion, um, diverted uh, something syndrome. And so I, I don't know what, what to think of that, because basically that means that when I read, I get really tired because my muscles are focusing on the page, and and I fall asleep. It's almost like uh, narcolepsy a little bit when I read. Wow. So... Um, so, and I always thought that it was just because I, I couldn't pay attention for, I didn't have a long attention span as everyone else did around me. But maybe it was just these, you know, I, I had this condition with my eyes and I needed glasses, you know. So, um, so I just uh, got some glasses. But going back to, you know, just the being a new dad thing, I feel like it's, uh, it's difficult. It's something that changes your life because, you know, I just stopped working out and just started eating whatever the hell I wanted, you know, and, and now I'm sort of fighting to get back into those good habits that I, that I was doing before I had, had a kid, and, but, it, you know, your life just changes in a, in a very uh, groundbreaking, seismic way, so that's what I wanted to bring out in terms of the, what you guys might, I don't know if you guys feel the same way or, you know, there's something similar in your life that you're going I mean, I think that's, you know, I think that's a big, you know, there's, there's this thing in this country where, you know, everyone always talks about the obesity problem in this country. 
And I think that's sort of similar to what you were saying is that, you know, the problem is a lot of people don't have time. And if you don't have time, the easiest thing is to go to the fast food restaurant and pick up a burger. So, I mean, and, you know... It, it's good that there are these restaurants like Chipotle that are a little healthier, but, you know, nothing beats cooking yourself. And, but at the end of the day, people don't have the time. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, well, first of all, I want to say thanks for sharing that piece about your story. Uh, cause I think that's very relevant. I think it's, I think that's, that's part of what we want to do on this show too, is really highlight some of people, some of our, our guests, our, our own, you know, uh, struggles, personal struggles, and really kind of bring that to light because I think a, it's helpful for the person who's talking about it, but also to other people who might be listening that might be facing some of the same kind of adversity in their own lives. Uh, and having known you for a long time, you know, I always was always someone who kind of didn't necessarily believe that you had any of that stuff going on. Maybe it was always just your damn lazy eyes, because you were very, uh, you were, you were, uh, you know, always a very uh, smart and capable person. Uh, really funny too, um, and uh, you know, I wanted it. I wanted and about as far as being a dad, I don't. I don't know anything about it, luckily, yet, because um, I'm not a dad yet. But I, you know, in terms of time management and and and, and eating differently, and um, you know, I definitely can identify with that because I've been someone who's really, really uh, concerned with my appearance and and what I was putting into my body and how I was treating it for a long time. And over the last couple of years, I kind of let that slide, which I think is a healthy thing to do. Um, I think being too rigid about anything in life is unhealthy and just creates more stress, um, more perfectionism, always going to be let down, having to live up to a higher standard that just is unattainable and creates just more conflict, uh, than resolution, um, in, in one's life. And, um, so I think having a healthy balance, you know, the Stoics really said it best with, uh, everything in moderation, but, um, you know, I, I also do believe that the the reason why we have fast food uh, like McDonald's and, and other crappy places, at least in the, most of the country, not I know not so much in California, and I do want to talk about California in a second with you, but I, you know, I think it's part of the big the big plan to keep us sick, to keep uh, you know the cornfields putting out corn and us buying and selling our own you know uh, crops and and using a lot of corn starch and corn syrup and soy products what corn <laughs> it's everywhere yeah. I don't know if you guys ever read uh, if you guys ever read um, the Game of Thrones but um, there's like this no. uh, crow in, in the, the book that's always chanting corn and in my head it just sounds like corn corn <laughs> <laughs> No, I appreciate that. I think that's pretty cool you did that. Uh, 
So you live in California. Is, is your experience, I mean, because I've, I've been in California a lot and they have a lot of really, they have good fast food there. They have healthy options and yeah, marijuana is also pretty much legal. What do you think about yeah. those two things? Well, okay, so the first thing about the fast food, uh, I wouldn't say it's really that much different. Um, they have In-N-Out Burger here, and I, have, I haven't been to In-N-Out once. I, actually, I was there once, and it was a funny story because I was coming back from a meeting, I was wearing, you know, like a pair, pair of pants and, and a you know, nice button-down shirt, and, um, and I, was, I was on my way home, so I grabbed the In-N-Out, and then the one thing about uh, Northern California that's constant is the traffic. No matter what time you need to be somewhere, there's always going to be bumper to bumper traffic. So mm-hmm. I, I was pretty green at this point. I, I got my In-N-Out burger and they asked me did, did I want a special napkin or a special um, glove so I could eat my burger while I drive. And me trying to have like a moral high ground, I was like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just wait until I get home burger and that was a mistake because you know I'm sitting in traffic with this delicious burger and it's just the smell is emanating throughout my car so of course I had to eat it and um, and then I got grease all over my car because it was disgusting (laughs) so um, so that that was just a funny memory that I had of like fast food here and I haven't had it since Um, but um, and then the second part was about the weed being legal. And so, I don't know, I'm sort of a, uh, also, I don't really categorize myself and like, I, I smoke weed or I don't smoke weed. I mean, I've always been the, guy, the kind of guy that like, I never did anything beyond like just smoking weed and drinking beer. So that was always good enough for me. Um, you know, I combine those two things in some, you know, concoction and that, that, that would be, I think Tori um, could probably then, get down. You and Tori could probably <laughs> hang out then, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, now, but now I'm like a dad, so I don't really like seek those, those experiences. And, I mean, when I was living in Tokyo, it's like if you get caught with, with marijuana, like you'll, you'll get beaten in the face. You know, like, like you do not want to get caught with that stuff. Wow. Um, so, so I didn't go near it at all for you know. The, years I was there and then when I first moved here a buddy of mine like gave me a joint and I was like oh this is great you know like so it, it's like there's there's uh, access to it if you want right and it, I, I can go down the street right now and get it you know and, and it's it's very easy to get but but with that said it's also uh, difficult because of all the regulations and, and the, the changing landscape with the federal and, and state regulations where, you know, these, these um, purveyors and, and dispensers don't know if what they're doing is legal because they need to get certain licensing and they have certain inventory that can be sold and certain inventory that can't be sold. So there's still very much a black market that's going on and it, it, it's even you know, more efficient to just buy it on the black market than it is to get it legally. It's cheaper. Um, and with that said, I don't know if this is true or not, but in my, in my opinion, I think it definitely has caused a lot of um, a lot of other bad things, ancillary things, where you know you see people being addicted to harder drugs because now you have pushers on the black market that can't sell 
not anymore the same way they were, and they, they need to, you know, use other products to make money. Huh. So, I mean, that, that's just kind of my opinion. Uh, I have no, you know, fact beyond that, but I definitely do see a scene around here that is, uh, you know, unsavory where in downtown San Jose, it's like, you know, every corner is like, is like a really bad corner. Like, you don't want to walk around at night, you know, and, and so really felt that way in New York in general. I think there are certain places you don't want to go to, but if you're walking down the street, you know, it's pretty much clean and, and safe and, you know, you feel, you feel okay, you know, and that's not really the case. Wow, that's that's really interesting to hear. I mean, I uh, <laughs> wow, um, you see so much said there. I think um, you know, as far as and that's a really interesting point too. That possibly the drug dealers are resorting to selling harder drugs and pushing. But the only thing that I would say to that is there, ha- for there to be a supply, there has to be a demand. So to me, that says that there's something broken in our culture, in our society, that's creating the demand for these dealers to then pick up and say, well, I can't sell pot anymore like I used to, so I might as well start selling painkillers or, or, or dope or crystal meth. And yet there's people buying it. They're, they're staying in business. They haven't had to switch careers. You know, they, they're just, they just switched, you know, they just switched, uh, you know. Storefronts, you know, they didn't, they didn't, they did, they're still, they're still selling stuff. So that means that they're still customers. And and to me, that says that yeah, that somehow uh, dr- the drug culture has infiltrated our mainstream society in a way that it never had before. You know, and now you're now you're getting, you know, the average American kid uh, is just as susceptible to being, uh, you know, to dying of a heroin overdose as is. You know, the guy who, you know, might have, you know, uh, been a troublemaker growing up and, and, you know, had, was abused and, and whatever else the other stigmas are about, you know, who the, who the drug addicts are growing up, you know, and so that, that says that there, there's something, there's something broken in our society right, right now that, that's allowing for that sort of, um, for that, for that to become the norm, um, you know, I think more people are dying of drug-related. I'm not. I don't, don't want to misspeak, but I watched an, uh, a, a PBS documentary last week on addiction, and it was just it was really staggering to see some of the numbers uh, of, of and what's going on, um, and then what what's what's being done about it, which <laughs> isn't very much. You know, let's let's put it that way. So, did you want to chime in on this topic, Tori? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I've come to believe that, I mean, if you look throughout the country's history, you know, anytime there's been some sort of probation, or not probation, prohibition, it sort of perpetuated this criminal activity, which could have been easily avoided. I mean... You know, go back to the 20s and 30s when there was prohibition of alcohol. And uh, then you saw the gangsters selling alcohol and, you know, violence everywhere. So, and then once once 
the government realized that they can't make alcohol illegal and they legalized it, you know, alcohol pretty much went down and, you know... Alcohol consumption, you mean? Yeah, yeah. alcohol consumption and their crimes... Related, know, to related to the alcohol went down and I yeah. think there's just there's something in people's brains in, inside their heads that say that attract them to things that are illegal yeah well I mean it's the age old uh, experience of wanting what we can't have I think is part of it and the other thing too is that I think you know some Somehow along the way, um, you know, the, our generation created this, you know, it's cool to be on drugs, you know, and, you know, I think maybe um, it, that's never, I mean, it hasn't happened to this, the extent that it is now, you know, where, um, you know, the celebrities and people, it's just become so okay and so accepted, Um and it's not. It's not okay. It's not. It's not acceptable. You know, for for young people to be dying all of the time, like they are, for anyone to be dying prematurely, um, because of this, because of this crap. And um, you know, I th there's. Uh, I think you know that we could talk a lot more about this subject. And and I and I think I want to say too, um, Jordan. You know, it's 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 been a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, I think I would hope that maybe. You can come hang with us a little bit more, maybe uh, yeah. on some form of a, you know, somewhat regular basis if that's if that's possible. Just to kind of check in every now and again, uh, we can ask you some questions and because you've you've been very insightful tonight. Um, Thank you. But I, you know, I don't want to cut you off if you had something else you wanted to share. But we, we we've we've uh, we're about we're about at our our uh, uh, segment yeah. limit. Okay, well, so. Yeah, I, so, I appreciate that. So th thanks for having me, guys. Guys, I, I really appreciate you guys having me on the show. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Uh, I'd love to hang with you, use twos when I'm uh, <laughs> when I'm in New York. Uh, I'll be home December twentieth through January third. So um, you guys are welcome to hang with me, and uh, yeah, hope we can get some time together to uh, to, to bond and. But this has been really enjoyable, and, and I appreciate you guys uh, having me on your show, and I would be happy to come back anytime. Yeah, that would be great. Maybe you could do a live studio appearance, and we can uh, meet your little, uh, your daughter and your beautiful wife, um, who now that I think about it, kind of looks a little bit like Liv Tyler, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know That's what true. she looks like. She so. does kind of look a little bit like Liv Tyler, so you're doing all right. Congratulations uh, on everything, and uh, we'll be sure to talk soon. All right, guys. Well, Tori, Noah, you guys keep doing what you're doing, and uh, yeah, just thank right. you so much, and um, I love you guys. Love you too, man. All right, thanks. thanks. Uh, All right. Tori loves you. What did you say? Expand, expand our our listenership in California. Yeah, we're gonna tag <laughs> you in this if that's okay. And uh, yeah. Tori, Tori says he loves you, right? He said it. He yes, said it. I love everybody. No, no, no. But you still. Yes. Yeah, Tori. No, not Tori, yes. I love you too. I, I heard it. <laughs> Tori, I love you too. I love you. There you go. All right, beautiful. Round of applause for the love. <laughs>
Okay. See you, man. Have a good night. All right. See you. Bye. Okay. Wow. That was our first uh, phone call, call, live call in. What did you think? How did you think it went? I think it went great. I mean, you know, it's nice to hear other people's perspectives. Yeah. And it's nice to know we're not alone. And for all you listening out there, it's okay to not know. You don't always have to know. If you don't know how you feel about certain things or if you, if you think your mind is going to change about, that's okay. You don't have to belong to any particular sect, faith, subscription to any belief system. You can be you, an individual, in your own weirdness and individuality. That's the beauty of being a human, is that we're given the ability and the power to reason and think for ourselves. So be an unuseful idiot yourself and don't fall into the trap of having to jump on the bandwagon just because everybody else is. Stand up for yourself and for what you believe, don't believe, or aren't even sure about the belief. This is Noah and Tori signing off. And just remember, listen to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Like, comment, subscribe. Yeah, share. Talk to us. If we we would love to hear from you. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Suggestions. Uh, you know, we're very approachable and accessible on all the platforms. So feel free to uh, contribute, comment, reach out, say hello. We have a Facebook page, Twitter. You know, hit us up, follow us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Maybe some suggestions. I think I just said all of those things. Well, that's okay. Tori's reiterating. It bears repeating. And I would also say that if you that that following us is a good idea, but if you don't want to follow us, that's okay too, because you're an individual, and you can do whatever you want. And maybe 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 you think that we're too in middle middle ground for you, and you need to belong to some. That's okay too. Everything is okay. That's the point that we're trying to get across. Everything is okay. Well, don't we love turn you. them off. Don't tell them to go other places. Okay, well, stay here and listen until you hear something you like. How's that? Yes, and okay. uh, we also have a Patreon page, so... I don't even know what that is, but Tori does, and I trust him, so if Maybe he says it, then we should do give it. Give us a couple of dollars. All right, yeah, that sounds good. All right, we'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.